Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. I decided to invite my friend, an amazing woman, Anna Hackman, to be my co-host for this topic. Just to tell you about Anna a little bit, Anna is the managing partner at Green Sisterhood. Green Sisterhood is an aggregated of 20 plus green influential women whose goal is to change the marketplace by extending the marketing research of green companies through content creation, social media mentions, and consulting. Currently, the Sisterhood has over 1 million monthly views, and our veteran bloggers haven't appeared in print, radio, and TV. Anna also web editor of Green Talk, green living and business website with a mixture of content, podcasts, and videos. In addition, 
The site contains in-depth audio and video interviews of green business and building leaders. So thank you so much, Anna, for uh, agreeing to be my co-host for today. Thank you so much, Ria, for having me on. Oh, it is my pleasure, my pleasure. You know, as we mentioned, uh, you and I a little bit before the air, we were discussing this off the air, and uh, we decided to bring it on the air because you do work with some really influential women. So, you know, the topic here, you know, how specifically we we really focus it on women today, um, why do we devalue ourselves for our contribution? And even though we do so much and, and uh, we are very influential and we have a, a great, you know, skills and et cetera, but yet there is a problem with self-value. And, and I just wanted to bring on, before you answer that question, um, Anna, the difference between self-value and self-esteem, because some people think it's, it's one of the same. Well, I, um, I'm going to turn it to you as a co-host, and, and can you tell us what, what is really self-value in your um, opinion? Self-value to me is realizing that you have something to offer and that it's valuable. And I'm, I hate to use the word valuable again, but it's just kind of to make it easy saying that, you know, I have something to offer, and it's valuable information, and it's worth something. And I think one of the reasons you and I had this in-depth conversation is I find that a lot of women devalue themselves. They don't think what they have to say is important or what they have to offer is important or has meaning or influence. And I think that's what I think of value. And, you know, Rhea, that actually is a great question between value and self-esteem. What do you think the difference is between those two? Well, self-esteem is temporary. It could change. You know, self-value is something is there. I mean, if you have something to offer, valuable things to offer, you need to be priced for it, right? So you need to have something for it because you're offering something in return, right? Where self-esteem, I mean, I think of the value also a lot deeper on a spiritual level as well, you know, and we're not going to take it to that level, <laughs> to that deep level, but it is. It's the value within. How much are you value? Self-esteem is your relationship also with yourself, how you view yourself. Um, you know, how do you how you view yourself in the eyes of also other people. If you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, we criticize ourselves and we say, oh, my God, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm too that, right? That has to do with self-esteem. It is totally opposite of what a self-value is. You know, self-value, if you went, and especially if you are an influential person, and specifically here we're talking about women. So if you are an influential woman and you hold a great, uh, um, uh, let's say, education and, and you are a C-level executive in your company, you really need to ask yourself that question. Do you value yourself and how do you value yourself? Because, I mean, how many women out there we know that they do the same job as a man and they got paid less. Absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, you know, it's funny. They they had this whole conversation. I'm I'm in a lot of LinkedIn groups, and I'm in one particular LinkedIn group, which is all women, you know, all high-powered women. And one of the discussion threads, which blew my mind, which, you know, of course makes perfect sense, they were asking, how do you get clients without having the, having to feel that you have to give too much to get that client? And this, I'm telling you, it was like 40 women deep discussing how they've tried to figure this out because women have an innate, you know, not, not an, I hate to say innate, but they feel like they got to share so much about, you know, the issue to get the client 
Mm. And if they don't do that, they won't get the client. And, you know, they were talking about, well, if you share all of it, then what does the client need you for? Because you just gave it all away for free. Oh, my God, you just said that. That is so true because I just experienced that with somebody. I think I probably shared that story with you. Um, this amazing woman who she knows so much. She has such a great information. And she kept giving it away and giving it away. And I'm like, hello? <laughs> Anybody of these are your clients that you just, you know, talking and just keep saying everything? You know, why do you why do we do that? And I can tell you one thing that comes to my mind working, you know, as as a as a coach and as a, you know, and, and very passionate about psychology and a human mind and the human development and also being certified as neurolinguistic programmer, programmer practitioner. We feel a rejection. Women feel a rejection. Women constantly trying to prove themselves in the marketplace, in society, as a woman, because we have to go through so much obstacles, so many things to get where we are. So we're always afraid that we're going to lose it in a heartbeat if we don't do the right thing. But that right thing, most of the time, however, is being dictated, unfortunately, by not a woman, by another man, by a man. Because they don't value us and because we let them, I mean, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not here today to attack men by all means, but I'm just saying, you know, we play the victim because if we all have a voice and we do, and we have a lot of power, which we do, and we all get together and create like, you know, what you're doing with the sisterhood and realize how much power we have as a woman, we can start saying, you know what, I deserve better because this is my right. value. Because this is what I have to offer. But we don't do that. Right. No, we don't. And, you know, it's, it was so interesting to see this thread. You know, and even, even the comments back as to how they've decided to, you know, stop, you know, that great, I call it the gravy train, you know, right away. And a lot of them would say things like, you know, I, like they'd answer back, like my client, my paying clients would hate me if I keep giving you this information for free. And it just was like, it just seems that women, like you said, have to prove themselves. So they will go that extra mile to try and, you know, get the fish. But they lose the fish because the fish says, thank you so much. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing when you talk about how influential women are. They're incredibly influential. If you look at all the marketing studies and, you, and you know, brands are always looking at this. Who influences each other? Women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to believe your friend who says, I hate that or I like that, before you're going to believe someone who you don't even know. So there's that trust factor, too. But even taking that aside, the, the, the trust factor, we still don't value what we have to say. And to tell you, this, tell you the truth, I don't think that brands value what we have to say. Right. And, you know, the other, yeah, and, and you know, one of the things that comes to my mind also, Anna, this, my thought is, unfortunately, it, we don't work together. To empower each other. Oh, Most I, I women have to agree don't with trust that. each other. They yep. really don't trust each other. And I tell you why. Because they don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves. Right. I, Therefore, I've seen that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I've seen that. You know, having been in the blogging blogosphere for seven years, which is a long time, I've seen that a lot with women, that they hold their cards real tight to their chest and they think that everybody's competition. And there's so much room at the table. It's oh my not God. competition. So and, you know, it's like I've seen the difference between asking men to interview versus asking women to do things in interviews. Mm -hmm. You know, men will be like, you know, if I have to tell you this story because I find it very interesting. I, I wanted to invite a, 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 some, a couple gentlemen to a, something that I was doing. And the first thing out of their mouth was, am I getting paid? 
<laughs> I thought, wow, that's pretty odd. I never get that from women. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And then I said, well, no, unfortunately you can't because, you know, it's, um, you know, I'm just like you. I'm a blogger. And they're like, fine, just asking. But a woman would never ask that. Right. You know, am I being compensated? Is is there some way? Or how would you, are you going to make sure that I, you know, get, how can we work together to get this out so it's, you know, uh, through social media? You never hear that. Right. And I think it's because we're taught, like, you're not supposed to ask that. Right, right, right. And that that brings us back to, you know, beliefs, you know, throughout the, the history, you know, how women were brought up, you know, from the minute we were born, even when we were in our mother's wounds, you know, Certain things, certain way was done, and we carried it on in adulthood. We continue to live by those beliefs, and we continue to operate by the, those beliefs. And unfortunately, women to this day, they're still a second-class citizen. And why? By because we allow it to be that that way. You know, I mean, women still has not. We, I mean, I would still wait to have a president, a woman, a president in this country, right? I mean, I know in other parts of the world, there are a lot of high-figure women. But in the majority, if you look in, in all over the place, you know, women don't really value themselves enough to see themselves. And this is, again, the point. Can you actually see yourself and see how, how valuable you are? Can you put a price on it? Can you say, I deserve that price because that's what I have to offer? In exchange of my value, you know what I what I'm gonna give you, but we don't see that, and that is again. I mean, you know, there's a lot to be to be done on this. You know, I mean, I, of course, I'm processing it from my end, you know, and I love to hear your point of view on it because this is a, you know, again, we co-hosting the show together. The thing is, I think unless we really deal with those beliefs and these issues that stopping us. And, and, and being afraid of rejection and being afraid of our position in the society, we will continue to have that same problem as a woman. Right. I agree with you. I, you know, one of the things that you and I shared offline is being in the blogging world, the blogging world has become kind of like, you know, brands knock on your door. They ask you to, to review their stuff for free. They they put a carrot in front of your face mm-hmm. and say, hey, you can have this great blouse or this great product. And everybody goes, oh, my God, I'll do that. And, and then they do it all for free. And then right. that's it. And to me, I'm sorry, it's like a one-night stand. That's what it feels like. I know you right. think that's funny, but it's true. No, it like I, I agree with you because, because that's funny you said it that way because that is so, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with they you. They don't come back later and say, wow, you did such a great job. How about I pay you the next round? Or how about, you know, we work together in some way that I, you know, do something, something. And then you hear the thing like, oh, but you should do it for free. It's exposure. Well, I read a blog um, a, couple, a couple months ago that said I died of exposure. You know, it's yeah. just, and that's the part that I, I say to women. And one of the reasons I formed Green Sisterhood was to take all those women who do such great work, great work, put them together and say there's numbers behind us. So they get stopped treated like, oh, you're just like a, an animal on the side of the road and we'll dangle something in front of you to do it. And it's still a challenge always, even around us, because I keep saying, stop doing it for free. Would a man do it for free? No. And I, no, say, they won't. I say no. no. No, they won't. No. And women I mean, will. Women, women will constantly do everything for free. And these brands 
all know it. So well, because we feel again, out there. Yeah, what? well, because okay. again, Anna, we constantly feeling that we have to prove ourselves first. It's like, yep. you know, we we'll always say it's like, well, you know, like you said, exposure. I need that exposure. I need people to know who I am. Well, okay. But then I was actually thinking about this this uh, new model today. Well, not model. It's actually modeling and conditioning. Okay, the two concepts. Modeling, I always say, like when I teach my client, you know, especially when I'm in business and leadership, I always teach him is like, if you want to be successful, take someone that you admire or a successful company or that successful person and see what they do. Research them. Learn what they do and model what they do. And we're not talking about, you know, copying things by thing, you know, what, uh, exactly what they do. But learn from them. So model it. But women don't do that. They don't do that. And the conditioning, we've been conditioned to think in a certain way that women have so much capacity and that's it, and there's a limit to it. Beyond that, you can never be that. You can never be whatever, you know, because outside that, the world will eat you alive. How many times have you heard that? Oh, all the time. But, you know, it's funny that you bring up modeling, Rhea, because when I look, like, even in my own industry, and you go to those that have modeled and made it, Mm-hmm. They had to pay their dues, too. And the question is, why do we have to pay our dues? You know, why is it why is it that we have to, you know, do all this stuff for free for exposure? And what would you tell a client that says, oh, i got to do all this stuff for free for exposure so that maybe I can get to a point that I'd be able to, to ask for money? Right. Right. So what do, you, well, what do you tell a client? What I tell a client, I mean, can you ask me the question again? Because I guess... Well, well, the, the question is, is that, you know, when a, a, a lot of women will say, but I need exposure. I need to get out and do it for free and show people I'm capable of doing it. And then when is it the right time where I could say, I, I, I should get paid for this? So how do you get around how long you do exposure to, to, to getting paid? Or do you need to even do exposure? Is that a whole fallacy? Well, well yeah, well, okay, the, the answer is really simple. It's not that complicated. First of all, you need to understand what's your value. What is it that you have to offer? And what would people be willing to pay for that? Before you even talk about exposure, before you even think about the marketing, before you even think about that, you need to know what you are worth. You need to understand that part first. You need to know what you have to offer because maybe what you have to offer is not worth what you think it is, or maybe it's worth more than what you think it is. But the bottom line, unless you do the modeling thing and you understand what other people are doing similar to what you do or at least close to what you do, so you can get a, a visual idea. And I'm not talking about copying and modeling another woman. I'm talking about modeling successful person, period. And that successful person could be, or company or whatever it is in your industry, could be a very influential man. Could be Steve Jobs, for God's sake. Okay, could be anyone that you're looking up to, right? Because to, to model their, the, you know, how this, how successful they, they, unless you understand what your value is, I don't care how much publicity you get, I don't care how much marketing you do, you are not going to, unfortunately, get what you want. Because you don't so what, even know what you're worth. So, Ria, how does these women start at square one? Well, like I said, I mean, I will. I mean, if I if I explain to you how I do it with my client, I will always make sure that they actually write things down so they start drawing, 
And okay. they have to set their big goals and small goals, and they have to understand the process of what is it that exactly that they want. What is their big picture? What are they hoping to accomplish? Do they want to build a five hundred dollar, five hundred, a Fortune five hundred company, or do they want to have a private company with whatever you know number of people reporting to them, or they just want to be in the service, or they want to be in the nonprofit, or whatever it is that they want? They need to get clear and very, very clear. I mean, I, you have no idea how I specify how clear you need to be. So you need to be clear about what is, it, what is your mission? What do you want to do? I mean, I know you heard my intention of this, this show. I was inspired to do this show. I, I have a very busy schedule. So even putting an hour every week to do the show is a lot for me. Okay, because I'm giving back. This is something I'm giving back, okay? But I have actually received a lot from this show as well. And I thank all my listeners and whoever listening right now, I thank you and I really thank you for your support. But the bottom line is this is not where all my my business coming from. That's not my business. So you have to understand whether you are doing something as a business or as a hobby. As a hobby, you doesn't matter what you value, right? Because you're doing it as a hobby. But if you're doing something for your business, you need to understand what is it that you're doing and why you're doing it and what, do you, what is your goal. When you go to apply for a loan at a bank, a business loan, you have to have a business plan, right? Right. So I think that, why that do probably do is that's okay. probably the biggest problem. I think that's probably real. You just probably hit, hit, hit upon it is that question mark is why am I doing it and what do I want to accomplish? And I think that seems to be maybe the missing link of value. Well, it's, again, it's it's because we don't really value ourselves first, that we don't feel, I guess guess the way I want to, you know, I'm trying to simplify it a little bit because, I mean, you and I, we had a conversation and it's just, you know, we just took it deeper and deeper into it. And I'm trying to bring myself back to that time we were talking, you and I. And I think women in general are not, um, I'm not trying to put any women down because I am a woman and trust me, I have a lot of my weakness. We all do. Okay. But the bottom line, until we really tap into our inner self, tap into that person that we really, really are, who are you and what do you want? Those are really, really important questions that you should be asking yourself. Who are you? Are you a mom? Are you an entrepreneur woman? Are you a business executive? Who are you? And we're not just talking about role, but who are you? Who are you really? And what is it that you want? What do you want? We all here on this planet, in this lifetime, for a reason. Nothing happened accidentally. But we don't see it that way. You know, I mean, unfortunately, if we get clearer a little bit more, you know, on what is it that we want, and I think before we do anything, you know, we got to go to the, to, the, to the drawing board. I always say go 101, 101. Think about the process itself. Simplify the process. Think about what, who you want and who's your audience and why you want to go after these people. What is your niche? What makes you happy? Because there is no, you know, a problem with you combining something that you're passionate about. I know, you know, green living is very something that's dear to your heart, you know, but you're doing, you, you, you are a, an example to a lot of women. 
and a great example to a lot of women who took their passion and make making a living with it too, through blogging, through your videos, through your work. But unless we get clear on what is it that makes us really, you know, the person that we are and understand it and get it clear about it, we're going to keep stumbling. And it's okay to stumble. I'm not saying, you know, the road is always going to be clear. I mean, you go through construction, what do you do? You go detour, right? You see a sign that says detour. So you follow the detour. It's still going to get you to the same place, but you got to know your destination. Otherwise, the detour is not going to help you. So, Ria, would journaling help? Like, is there is there something that you oh have on, online, like questions that people could ask themselves and, like, journal from there? You know, I mean, it depends on how they feel. Some people don't feel, you know, to share things online. I mean, there's so many different ways you do it. I mean, when I work with my clients, I I journal. I have tons of journals. As a matter of fact, right now on my desk, there's at least probably about five, six journals. And most of them are full, and I have two big ones that are I'm still writing in them. And certain journals for certain things. But every single person that I work with, every single time I host a show, I'm constantly bringing to everybody's attention how important it is to journal, to write your things down and ask questions, ask many questions. Because guess what? We all have the answer. But we don't ask the right question. So when I say, how do you value yourself? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Most women probably have not. How do I value myself? What is it important to me? And I always say, I mean, I actually even put it in the description, that the best way to understand your self-value is to ask the simple question. How valuable am I? How much do I deserve to have? Something, you know, to have, you know, to get paid for, for what I have to offer. Why? And then keep asking why, 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 and fill in the blank. Because guess what? When you start journaling, the process is very powerful, and it actually, it it leads you to it. So many people who are new to journaling, they're going to have a problem. And you know, you know, Anna, we know each other for a while now. You know, English is not my first language. And you know, you know, I struggled a lot. You know, I went, I mean, I have a graduate, graduate degree, and I didn't get there by accident. Because I was clear on what I want, and I continue to teach myself. But one of the things that really helped me is two things. It's learning to write my thoughts down, learning to record, you know, my lecture, and repeating them, repeating them, so I can get, you know, the process. It's the same. It's very powerful. Words are very powerful. But when you actually have them on paper, and it's your own words, they are more powerful. So, you know, I mean, it's a simple concept, but it's a very powerful concept. So let's take a short break. And I'm sorry, go ahead before we take the break. No, no, I just had a quick question for you. Once they get to the part about writing down why they're valuable, because, like, even in my group, I can tell you why I think each and every one of those women are valuable. Then comes the question of what kind of price do you put on that? So that's something that I'd like to discuss. Okay, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll come back to that because that's a good question. But yeah, and sometimes the answer is a lot simpler than we uh, we think it is. So here we go. We'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Kate William Spencer of Your Thoughts, Your Reality Radio. Come and join us every Tuesday and Thursday for enlightening, humorous, and intriguing conversations with my guest or just a monologue of thoughts that I share, all to help you look at life and your choices differently. For more information, go to ytyrradio.tk. That's ytyrradio.tk. Okay, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I have a great co-host today, my friend, um, Anna Hackman, who is a managing partner at Green Sisterhood, which is an aggregated of 20-plus green influential women whose goal is to change the marketplace by extending the marketing research of green companies through content creations, social media mentions, and consulting. Currently, the Sisterhood has over 1 million monthly views and our veteran bloggers having appeared in print, radio, and TV. And Anna, also the web editor of Green Talk, a green living and business website with a mixture of content, podcasts, and videos. You know, Anna, thank you again for being here and you know agreeing to do the show with me and being my co-host. Welcome. This is really fun because we're really get really digging in deep here about <laughs> William. You know, we're we're, we're, we're going for the juggler. What's that? We're going for the juggler. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just want to mention thank you, uh, uh, Denise, for being in the chat room. The chat room is open, so you need to sign in to be there. Hello to everybody who is live on the air with us. So make sure if you do have a question or you want to interact with me and Anna. You can dial in 626-213-5773. The show will be archived after we go off the air and also available for download on iTunes in the podcast section. So I do thank you all for doing so as well. Oh, and I also want to mention, and thanks to Anna for bringing it up, I'm also, uh, the show will be uh, fed through Stitcher. Thank you, Anna. I did sign up and they accepted me. So if you download the app, you can listen to the show anytime as well. Um, so Stitcher, is it Stitcher.com? I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then you know they have the app, but the for smartphone and and even on your computer, or whatever. So um, great, I'm excited about you know joining them as well and having the the RS feed there and for the show and all the episodes to be featured there. So anyhow, um, so before the break. We were talking about self-value, and you asked me the question, if you don't mind repeating the question so everybody can hear it again, and then I'll try to see, do my best to see if I can answer it. <laughs> well, I think that the problem is is that, you know, I think women do know their value in the sense that they say, yeah, I'm good at this, I really want to do that. I think journaling would really help to nail that down. But then they'd get to the end of the page and they'd say, what's that worth, you know, monetarily? And that's always... The biggest question that I hear from women, oh, it's not worth that much, or the marketplace bears X, or, you know, those questions. And I think maybe if they knew that answer a little bit more, then they might be more comfortable to get on top of a mountain and say, I'm valuable. You know, that's just my, my thoughts. What, Rhea, what do you think? Um, well, what I think is really the bottom line is knowledge. The more you know, you know, you know those commercials. I very rarely watch TV, but I can tell you that certain certain things can stick in your mind. And one of them is the commercial about the more you know, you know, fill in the blank. 
the more you know, and that's why I said mentioned the, 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 the concept of modeling, modeling somebody successful. So you can understand the process. You can understand, not just, uh, just knowing. You can process that information and put it to use that works for you. Because, again, it's not one size fits all. It's not one size fits all. So, I mean, like, i give you an example, and this is like, you know, um, I, hopefully she is listening. If not, you know, the story, I'm going to tell it anyhow. And it's not, you know, with all due respect to, to everybody who are involved in the story. But the bottom line, there was two ladies that I knew who are, they share similar, um, they're from the same background. And one of them, and I know both of them, and I get to meet this new lady just recently, an amazing, amazing woman, so knowledgeable, so knowledgeable beyond, you, you, I, I don't know, I can tell you, in her in her field, in her expertise. So I'm like, you know, of course, as a coach, I'm like very observative. I try to observe everybody. I try, you know, she invited me to her workshop that she was doing, and uh, she was doing it at a local YMCA. And then I asked her, I said, wow, so YMCA? I'm like, hmm, interesting. I said, so did people paying you for that workshop? She said, no, the YMCA pays me. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even want to ask because I know you are not getting paid in my mind. So, of course, I didn't say anything. So I said, okay, that's interesting. So why wouldn't you want to do a workshop in a different place and so you can actually control how you charge, you know, for the workshop? And, of course, since I haven't really seen her in action, I do want to make a, you know, statement without actually seeing what she has to offer because she might not be as good as she thinks she is either, Right. So I went to the workshop, to make a long story short, and I didn't go the whole full hours because I had other things to do. So I actually came in like 15 minutes before the, the, the workshop was in, you know, about to end. And I was just amazed, amazed of her knowledge, of her, oh, my God. And I'm like watching these people, and she had a bunch of people, you know, sitting at the table. And I came in, and she was trying to, like, you know, treat me special. Oh, let me get a chair. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just continue what you're doing. I'm just going to stand here. I don't need to even sit down. So I stood in the back of the room, and I'm listening. I'm just observing what she was saying. And obviously, she's very, very knowledgeable, and that's my point is. But then I was trying to look at the other woman, and this is where the modeling thing comes in, this other woman who is in the same industry as she is. Yeah, I know of all her activity, and I know how successful she has been doing workshop and charging for them and doing all these things and all this stuff. And I know the new lady that I met, this amazing lady, she is actually maybe a little bit more knowledgeable than the other one. But yet, she cannot evaluate. So I, you know, I, I mentioned that to her after the workshop, and I said, oh, my God, you are, do you even know how, how knowledgeable you are? It's like, yeah, I know. But it was just like that little tone of voice, like, okay, you know, I'm like, okay. But what is what is going on? Why are you doing this? Why you are you deserve better than this? And she's like, Well, that's why I need your help. And I said, Well, no, you need my help. Okay, I'm grateful that you need my help and I will definitely be able to help you. But you need to understand something first. You need to value yourself first. You need to see that in you first. Because it doesn't matter how much I teach you and what I teach you. If you don't, in your mind, have a different mindset and different attitude about how you view yourself and how you value yourself, the information is just going to be coming just 
information. It's not processed. You know, like there's a say, people say, if you just take information and you don't process it, you get constipated with information. That's all of what happens because you're not doing anything with it. Because we always find an excuse. And, you know, unfortunately, when it comes to women, and I want to hear more your voice, Anna, because I feel like I'm talking more than you are. But one of the things that I have to tell you, two things, two things that come to my mind, especially when, when, um, when I work with women, victim versus leader. We always see we, it's easier for, for us to be a victim than to be a leader in our life. We're not even talking professionally. We're talking about in general. We tend to always blame things on something else. We don't take 100% responsibility. And therefore, we come from a place of victim being a victim versus being a leader in our life. So until that, you know, the scale change and you tip the, the, the victimhood and the, the leadership rise up in you, you will continue to struggle. Absolutely agree on that, Ria. I think that people, it's always their fault. You know, that's the way the system is. That's what I have to do. That's, right. These are the things that I hear. That's the way it is. That's the system. I have to do that. And I always say, why? Say no. Say no, but how often do we say no? They don't because they're afraid if they don't follow the, the, um, the mouse mentality, everybody else is doing it that way. I'll never get mm-hmm. to the top. There's like a, a book a long time ago my mom gave me um, when I was little, probably like, you know, I was like eight or nine, and it was a book about all the caterpillars climbing to the top of the of a mound, and they kept climbing, and this caterpillar kept climbing, climbing up and saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? To get to the top. What's at the top? We don't know. So finally this hmm. caterpillar climbed all the way up to the top, and there was nothing at the top. Mm. It climbed all the way back down and said, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And that's what people, I think women think. If I don't do it this way, then I'm not going to get to the top. And therefore, they devalue themselves, thinking that there's no other way to, to like you said, looking at other people who've done it differently or other people who've, who've modeled it differently, who, who've been true to their own self. There is not a one-size-fit-all. I mean, I think you have to look at what you're good at, what makes you happy, mm-hmm. and use those traits and stop trying to be like your neighbor next door Oh, yeah. different, you know, different tool sets than you do. So I right. think when you talk about journaling, it's asking the question, what do I enjoy? What am mm-hmm. I really good at? And mm-hmm. everybody is good at something or lots of things. It just blows my mind how people don't see that. Mm-hmm. And I see it in everybody I meet. You know, I And don't think compare it's... yourself. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Do not compare no. yourself to anyone else because no Buddy, you know that word that says, like, you know, if you would understand somebody walking in their shoes? Nobody can walk in anybody's shoes. I'm sorry, that is crap. <laughs> no, you, no you, you can't, and I, I agree with that. And then I that I think that's part of it, too, is that women compare themselves to the person next door. And, like, like I was, you know, I went to a, a blog conference. It's a very big blog conference. It's all women. And the, the things that were coming down, like, what should you wear? <laughs> if you're going to go, you should wear this, you should wear that, you know, you should bring this. And I'm like, seriously? What should you wear? How about extend your hand? Try and meet somebody new. Go out of your comfort zone and try and meet someone out of your comfort, out of your area. Right. You know, what should you wear? Right. I was like, what? 
Yeah, you and, know, I mean, I don't really, yeah, I mean, I hate to get hard on women, and, and I, I, you know, I mean, I am a woman, and I, I really understand that, you know, that they, it just really matter reconditioning our mind. We see things differently, like you said, you know, climbing, you know, uh, to see what's out there, but we, unfortunately, most of us, even men, they do that too. You know, we live in either one or two dimensional world. We don't even experience ourselves to be three-dimensional because when you extend yourself and you go upward outward you see things that you've never seen in your life before you say oh I didn't even know this exists well because you never actually went out that way you always focus on this direction because that's all you know again getting out of your comfort zone getting out of those old way of doing things I mean I'm constantly referring back to an old computer and old program as an example of how our mind works if you constantly running your computer on an old program your computer constantly crashing what does that tell you time to get rid of those programs Right, and I think that I think fear plays a big part in why people are afraid to go out there and do something different, or or say who they are, or be be that different drum. I think fear is such oh. um, fear holds people back, and you know we all have them. We all have our fears where they're not going to like me, they're not going to accept me, they're going to think I'm strange, they're not going to want to buy my products because it's not. You know, everybody else's products, fear, fear, fear. Fear is a very powerful way of stopping you in your tracks. It's our personal enemy. And you know what? Fear, to some extent, could protect us. You know, I mean, otherwise we'll be crossing the street and getting hit by a car without looking, right? But the bottom line is, I think even, you know, the two major emotions I always mention on this show as well, the fear and love. You know, if you come in from a place of fear and you're constantly afraid of Ask yourself these questions. I always say, simplify, don't amplify. So when you ask the correct question, so when you ask yourself the simple question, what am I really afraid of? And that's why journaling comes so important. So you ask this question, right? So like you go into events, and you know, some people have like a, a anxiety for, for social events. They have anxiety to speak. They have anxiety to, to, to you know... I mean, there is so many different fear, you know, that people face, right? So unless you understand your fear, you cannot face your fear. You know, you hear people say, oh, face your fear head on. Well, if I don't know what I'm afraid of, how am I going to do that? I mean, they tell you even enemy. When people they say, it's like, you know, get to know your enemy. You shouldn't have, hopefully you don't have any enemies. But even if you have a person in your life that you don't agree with and don't really, you know, not the best you know, a person in your life, understand where they come from so you know how to deal with them. I mean, especially, I mean, I always mention this because if you, especially these people are someone, you know, they're close to you that you live with, okay? Women tend to, you know, I mean, even they they can reach be high level in, the, you know, executive and so on and so forth. And in our home, oh, my God. They can't even, you know, operate because they're afraid of everything. Right? Because of whatever, you know, going on at home. They put on a different hat. Why can she put on, you know, that same person that you are? Why can she show the world the true self that you are and not be afraid of it? And unless you understand what is it that you're afraid of, you're not going to be able to face your fear. So I always say, ask, what if? So what if? What if? What if I actually, I've done this actually, literally, this is a true story. This is when it came to ziplining. I've always been afraid of of, fear, of uh, heights, 
right? So many times, like, you know, anything that I feel like, you know, I would go on roller coaster, I have no problem. But if my legs are tangling, I, I'm, like, feeling, like, out of control, right? So I used to afraid of that. But we were in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and my son and my husband wanted to go ziplining. I'm like, there is no way I'm doing ziplining. And then I said to myself, after they did it, they told me how much fun they have, blah, 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 whatever. Year later, we went to Mexico. And we had the opportunity um, to, to, you know, to do the ziplining again. So I said to myself, I said, I want to try it. But I'm trying to, like, understand, you know, how am I going to deal with my fear of height to actually be able to do the ziplining? Because I'm always thinking, it's like, what if I enjoyed it? What if I actually really enjoyed it myself? I missed out last time in Hawaii. What if now I can enjoy myself? So I have to tell you, by changing my mentality, so I got there and I went through all the training because they teach you how to do this and how, you know, the safety and all the crap, whatever, <laughs> and all these good stuff. And then, you know, like, and it was actually more line than the one in Hawaii. So it was 16 line versus 10 line that they did in Hawaii. So I got on this day and I have to tell you, I had the time of my life and it's just because I let go and I decided you know to really process it and you know what am I afraid of so what's the worst could happen <laughs> you know okay but that could happen anywhere right so that way you really face in your fear because you realize whatever it is that you're afraid of you're a lot bigger than it you're a lot bigger you're, you're, you're a lot stronger there's teeny there's a teeny little person I'm mm-hmm. a teeny person, and you know, I I I tell this a lot because I always, what's the worst that can happen, you know? And um, I, ha- you know, I've been trying to tell, like, you know, everybody is is not to be beholden to sponsors and try and create your own product, which even if that's you, or you know, consulting or coaching or whatever that you do, and you know, people are like, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that. I said, why not? Oh, so many people else are doing it. Okay, yeah. there's room, there's room at the table. There is a plenty of room. And, you know, one of the things that I really, I mean, I practice it in myself. And I always say, like, I would never even, you know, would mention it if if I don't do it myself. Because one of the things, and I really thank to you, because I have to tell you, you know, Anna has helped me mentally, too, because we had a lot of great conversation. And, and I actually took her up on a lot of things that she had suggested in the past. And they worked. Okay, because she actually done it herself, and, and I put it to the process. I was open in my mind, and you hear me in the beginning of the show, I would say, open your mind, because you never know what's out there, right? But what I wanted to say, and I almost lost my thought here for a second, is to the fact that when you, um, when you try to, you know, do something new, and you wanted to, like, you know, try to find as much information about it and see how it works for you, whatever, put it to the test. Put it to the test. And see how it works. If it doesn't work, maybe you want to approach it in a different way. Or maybe you want to change it completely. You know, I mean, that goes with goals. I mean, you know, like I want to, I wanted to see, you know, what you have to say about your, you know, the, your sisterhood, the, the two plus women that you work with, with uh, uh, Green Sisterhood. How is that, you know, like how is that relationship works with you guys? What, what do you mean, Ria? How, how do we work together? I'm, I'm not yeah, sure I understand yeah. the question. Yeah, what we do is... I always feel well, like we're we competing against each other, and I'm always, like, I guess that's what I lost my thought, what I wanted to say, because I always feel like I don't really worry about what other people are doing. I just focus on what I do. And I have to tell you, since I've been hosting this show, I know there's a lot of people on Block Talk Radio, and there's a lot of influential people that host their show on Block Talk Radio, but I have to tell you, I never check people out. 
unless I want to learn something new, right? But I never check them out. I was like, oh, my God, are they competing with me? Am I competing with them? Or what's going on? I don't do that. I mind my own business. I do what I do best, and I will say, and I'll leave it to be. So I didn't accidentally happen to be a feature host. I didn't accidentally happen to be a feature, you know, uh, um, show. It's just because I do what I know how to do best. And just keep doing it because there is a room for all of us. There is room for all of us to grow, and there is room for all of us to flourish and, and have the life that we want. So, so please wanna- tell us. Mm-hmm. What what we do at, at Green, the there's actually Green Sisterhood kind of two parts. One is community because we also have a lot of people um, who are not bloggers that are part of our community because we also are empowering women to change the planet through you know our our blog. We actually have a blog and a Facebook page and all that good old social media stuff. And then um, part of that is a blogging network group that um, has meet you know a criteria. There has to be a criteria for sponsors. And we all work together to help sponsors um, to increase their uh, market share in the market by, you know, through our blogs and sponsoring, things like that. But when it comes down to competition, we've all grouped together and, you know, like we'll say, like someone will say, hey, I'm writing about this. Anybody else write a post about that? I'll share it on my website. Or we're sharing content back and forth and we're sharing social mentions back and forth, even if it's not anything to do with about getting paid. It's a group, and what I've instilled, and I think that it's been easy because they they get it right off the bat, is the more we share among ourselves, the larger we will come together, our our own individual selves. That so we'll we'll grow individually as well as collectively as a group. And I agree with that. Even sharing people who are outside of our blogging network, because I believe in sharing. I think that that's what people should do, mm-hmm. and I think that they have seen it grow. They've seen that their page views have grown. That they're their own um, exposure has grown because we're all pitching in together to help each other, not That's just true. because we're getting paid. We're also doing it because we share camaraderie. You know, no one seems to understand what we go through because, you know, our neighbors or our aunts or our uncles may say, oh, my God, she's so crazy. She's such a tree hugger. But we get it. And it's like not a big thing for me to walk in the group and say, hey, I cannot believe this response I got from this reader. And we all understand it. So it's kind of like it's like having your own little community, and that's what I find so rewarding, that I love that community. I love that sharing, understanding, and this doesn't have to be because, you know, we're all getting paid and stuff like that. You can have this with your own little group of women that do the same type of thing that you do, like having your own, you know, little mastermind group, because kind of a mastermind group, that's really Mm -hmm. what it is. Mm -hmm. Having Mm -hmm. your own mastermind group of four or five women that share what you do, and you can bounce things off each other, and you know, have that balance, and only they can understand, and that's what I love. And women, God bless them. You know, they get it, and they, you know, they commiserate with you. They feel your feelings. It's it's a wonderful thing, and so I don't understand where the competition has to come in. There should never be competition. We should all yeah. support each other, and that's I think true. that's what that's what I've found, you know, in my wildest dreams when I started this, I didn't think – like you always think when you start something, it's going to go here, but it's really been a lot more than I thought it was going to be. And I learn from them constantly. You know, I, I'm learning, you know, how they react to things and what they say and what they do. And I have the utmost respect for these women. I mean, they just blow my mind on a daily basis. And I'm the fortunate one that gets to corral them together. You know, that's the way I look at it. And, well, you um, are an amazing because- person. You are an amazing woman. <laughs> 
Anna, you know, you have to, I have to tell you, and like attracts like, and, and, you know, I was attracted to you, and you, we know the story, how we met, you and I, yes. and, and, you know, and it wasn't an accident, it was meant to be, and, and I, you know, I really admire your work, so can you tell, you know, our listeners, uh, you know, any websites or anything that people can check more of your blogs and videos and stuff? Yes. We're, if they want to join our community, it's www.greensisterhood.com. And you're welcome to join our community by getting involved in our Facebook page. We're still very young. We've only been around a year. You know, comment on our blog. We have webinars like Rhea does, except what ours are different is that we bring on experts about green living and, you know, all, anything about green living. We bring on experts every Tuesday at 2 o'clock East Coast time. And you're welcome to listen to them live or like Rhea. They're, our, they're always archived. Mm-hmm. So um, we have that as well. We have, you know, our Pinterest boards and all the social media. And, you know, we're going to keep expanding. We're trying to find out what the community wants, you know, to get involved and why they feel like they have, they need a home. Because I think, you know, people think that green is so um, old. It's not. There's every day someone's on that journey and they're at a different place and they need that support. And that's what we want at Green Sisterhood to be. Mm-hmm. And the other flip part is... If you have a really, you know, a blog that's been doing well and and you know has exposure, and um, think about joining our blogging network, um, where we're helping other green companies increase their reach through our readers. So there's a couple of different ways to get involved with us. And um, again, you know, if you're on the journey, we, we we welcome you because we feel that women are the reason the things are going to change. Yeah, so true. We are the mover and shaker, and you know what? We, are, we give we birth to life. We give birth to life. I mean, I always say, it's like, you know, I mean, if you don't think that's powerful enough, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, you know. I mean, we the one who give life, right? We, we give birth yeah, to life. And I, and I think that women are so influential. They change everything. They have the power of the purse, as one of my uh, green sisters, you know, uses that motto a lot, the power of the purse. And it's true. You change things by the way you buy things. If you don't buy things, then people aren't going to make those things. So who, right. who's got the power? Women. We do. We are women. Yeah, we do. It's so true. I mean, you know, and, and, and when it comes to the purchasing power, women, women are almost 99% have that power, the purchasing yep. power. That's why the media, I mean, actually, if you if you really look into, you know, everything is really uh, uh, um, done specifically to for women because they know women are the ones who are going to be listening. Women are the ones who going to be taking that information and, and saying, you know what, I'm making that decision for us. We're going to be buying this or we're going to be doing this or we're going to, you know, whatever. So we have the power, but we don't put it in the right place too either, you know. It's like it, it's, a, it's a puzzle to me. It really puzzles. But I think it really about conditioning your mind, reconditioning your mind to think differently. I mean, the old way of thinking hasn't helped you as a woman. Maybe it's time to look at it differently. Maybe it's time to to view, you know, your life as a woman, as a powerful woman from a different angle. And look at some of these women in the histories, throughout histories, the, 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 the very influential women. What, what did they have to do? What, I mean, what, what did they have to offer? And take the positive. I always say, you know, it's like we focus so much on the negative, too, in this world. It's it's really just sad how we feed into drama. I mean, these reality shows, I have to tell you, it, they upset me. They upset me. <laughs> they really upset me. <laughs> because most women are so addicted to them. Or like soap opera, whatever. This is not who you are. You're a lot bigger than this. It's like creating what? your own story, not someone else's. Exactly. 
Hi, you said it so beautifully. You said it so beautifully, and I really enjoyed our talk. And the time flies by, and we didn't. We only took one break, but let's you know, let's put it all into one you know couple uh, perspective here, Anna. And I'm gonna let you end the show with some hopefully positive. And I know you are because you're a very positive person. So I'm on a positive note. What would you tell some of these women out there who are listening to this show? That you're valuable. That what you have to say matters. And you should, you know, not that you have to put a price on it per se, but it matters. And I, that's what, you know, I try strongly to say, that you have a gift, and only you have that gift. And that gift matters. And and to start looking in the mirror and say, I matter. It matters what I have to say. And I think if more women that do that and speak up and say, mm not going to do the old way, I think things would really change in their lives. Yep, yep. Um, Dr. M... Wayne Dyer said, change the way you look at things, and the things you look at will change. They have to be. They have to be. (laughs) Mine, too. And I have to tell you, you know, it's really, it's a lot simpler than we think it is. I think if if we really start to simplify things and not complicate them, we can get a little bit more clearer. We can see, I always say, you know, if you're looking through a foggy lenses or, you know, dirty lenses, you're not going to see clear as a, you know, if you go and wipe those lenses off and, and take a look again. Take a look again through those lenses. You're going to see a different picture. You're going to see a lot sharper images, sharper things that you've seen before. Start living outside those one-dimensional world life that you're living in. See all these possibilities because I have to tell you the possibilities are endless. And I feel like, you know, and I'm really blessed and I'm blessed that I've known you. I'm blessed that I know a lot of people who come into my life. But I have to tell you, Anna, I swear since the last I talked to you, a lot of things have happened. A lot of great things have happened because I opened myself to expand outward in every direction and to receive what is coming in a positive way. Open myself, I became, a, you know, on the board of directors of this great organization you know, and I'm so honored to be part of it. I, you know, I mean, it, things that are, they open it up for me. It's just because I am opening myself. I'm letting myself see myself to what I'm value. And you do that the same thing. And, and I have to tell you, I mean, I, I give you a lot of credit to the, a lot of the things that you do as well, Anna. And, uh, you know, your work is amazing. And I really hope that, you know, we will continue to have this friendship and flourish this friendship and, and hopefully, you know, even do work together, collaboration work, whatever that needs to, to empower other women, to put them in a place where they deserve to be. Because we are very powerful. Absolutely, Rhea. Amen. Yes. Amen to that. So go enjoy yeah, the rest absolutely. of your day. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> One thing I just wanted to um, leave with, because I think that, you know, Rhea, you have such great advice. So someone at the end of the show, and they said, okay, all this sounds great. Can you give them, like, one thing that they could get up in the morning and look in the mirror and say? Like, you know how you say set your intent? Can you give them, like, one sentence that would say, okay, get up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say what? Oh, yes, because I do this, actually, quite often. And I always say, because I do it myself, when I always look at myself, um, I always say, I, I ran through my gratitude, and I say, uh, thank you, God, for giving me another day so I might learn your way, so I might serve. And I look at myself and I say, I love me. I love the person that I am. This is, has nothing to do with superficial. No, we're not talking ego here. We're talking about true self. Because when you love yourself truly, 
you value yourself truly, and therefore the world will value you too. So those are the simple things that I would say. That's great. That's great advice. So everybody has to get up and do this. They have to promise. Yes. I love me. Yeah, no, you got to say that. You really say it with really all your heart. It's start journaling, please, my friend. And we're going to be going off the air. So, you know, again, Anna, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being my co-host. And we'll do this again. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.